So how about the function f of x equals 1 over x squared? Clearly, the place where you'd have a problem would be dividing by 0, and that's when x is 0. So we're still interested in the limit as x goes to 0 of 1 over x squared. Now, if it's x going to 0, we can see that that goes to non-zero over 0, 1 over 0. So the limit does not exist. But the question is, can we be more specific? So if you're given this problem of evaluating the limit as x goes to 0 of 1 over x squared, you would be correct in saying does not exist, but that might not be your choice if you're on a multiple choice test, for example. If you're on the final, they might not put the any. They might want you to be more specific. So to be more specific, we actually have to think about the behavior of the graph from either side of 0. So we have to look at the one-sided limits. So let's just start with the limit as x goes to 0 from the right. 0 plus a little bit. 1 over x squared. If you'd like, you can make a table. x goes to 0 from the right. So 1, 1 over 1 squared is 1. 1 half. 1 over 1 half squared is 2 squared, right? 4. 1 third. 1 over 1 third squared is 3 squared, or 9. So it looks like the smaller x gets, the larger y gets, and it's positive. So does it look like it's going to positive infinity when x goes to 0 from the right? So we can be more specific about the right-hand limit, positive infinity. In fact, now we don't say always a lot, but we can always be specific about the right and left-hand limits, the one-sided limits, when we're looking at these rational functions. So you don't ever want to just stop with does not exist if you're given a one-sided limit from the right or from the left. You want to make sure that you identify exactly what direction it's going in. If you get non-zero over zero, right here, non-zero over zero, you know the limit does not exist. And you know the right and left-hand limits are going to either be positive infinity or negative infinity. Now, we've already investigated with this table, and we got the positive infinity answer. The y values are getting bigger and bigger, and they're positive. So we can say the limit as x goes to 0 from the right is positive infinity. Now let's look at the limit as x goes to 0 from the left. Limit as x goes to 0 from the left. If we do direct substitution, we're going to get 1 over 0, non-zero over 0. So the limit does not exist. There is no limit to the y values when we take x towards 0 from the left. Now the question is, are the y values going up to infinity or down to negative infinity? 
So we either need to make a table. If we have a graph, then that's the easiest, right? But these functions are going to get more and more complicated. So it's not always going to be able to sketch the graph and just look at it. So we need to think about what's happening here. 1 divided by the square of x. As x gets smaller and smaller toward, actually, I shouldn't say that. We're going to 0 from the left. Let's just make a table, and I'll show you what I mean. x, 1 over x squared. I'm going to approach 0 from the left. If it helps, you can start at least with the coordinate system, and you're approaching 0 from the left. So what are your x values going to be? They're going to be negative 1, negative 1 half, negative 1 third. So let's put that in, negative 1 negative a half, negative a third. This is x approaching 0 from the left. As x approaches 0 from the left, let's see, we have 1 over x squared, 1 over negative 1 squared. Negative 1 squared is positive 1. 1 divided by 1 is 1. 1 over negative a half squared. Negative a half squared is one fourth. One divided by one fourth is four. One over negative a third squared. Negative a third squared is a ninth. One over a ninth is positive nine. So where does it look like the y values are going as the x values get closer to zero from the left? Over here, it looks like the y values are going positive, right? And bigger and bigger. So the y values are still going to positive infinity. So now let me redraw the graph. As x approaches 0 from the left, we can plot the point when x was negative 1, y would be positive 1, wouldn't it? So we're right here. And then as x gets closer and closer to 0 from the left, the y values are actually getting bigger. And over here, when x is positive 1 on this table, approaching 0 from the right, we had the point 1, 1. Then when x was a half, y was 4, way up here. So we're approaching infinity on both sides. So we're approaching infinity from both sides of the vertical asymptote. So this one didn't switch, did it? So that's why we have to be very careful about every single function and look at both sides of the vertical asymptote before we try to make any assumptions about where the graph is going. Now, we're going to talk about the rest of the graph very soon in this section, but I'll just tell you that it goes down like that. Actually, it goes down steeper than that. And you actually don't need me to just tell you this because you've had this in section 1.7. And also, we can just think about what if x is, say, 5? Then if x is 5, then 5 squared is 25. And 1 over 25 is incredibly small, isn't it? So you can see the larger x gets, then you square it, and then it gets even bigger, right? And then 1 divided by that is incredibly small. So that's why the graph falls toward the line 
y equals zero, which is another name for the x-axis. Because our y values, our outputs on the function, are getting smaller and smaller, the bigger x gets. And that's related to something I always like to think about. One pizza divided by x squared people. The more people you have, then when you square it, that's even worse. That pizza is going to get divided up by a lot of people. And so the the size piece that each person gets is going to get pretty small pretty fast, isn't it? And so that's why you get smaller and smaller pieces. Now, in theory, you'll have a little bit at least, right? It won't go exactly to zero. That's why this graph doesn't ever touch the x-axis. But we'll talk about that more next time um, in a few examples. Over on the left-hand side, because you're squaring negative numbers right here, they're positive back again, and 1 divided by positive numbers are positive numbers. That's why the graph is always above the x-axis, because you're squaring x, and squaring a number always makes it either 0 or positive. Can x equal 0? No, because then we'd be dividing, right? So this graph is always above the x-axis, and it looks something like this. Going back to the vertical asymptote and the limits, the original question was the limit as x goes to 0, not from the right or from the left, just overall. When we looked at that using direct substitution, we said 1 over 0, oh, the limit does not exist. And I told you that you can always be specific about the limits from the right and the left. For this, oops, sorry, this is 1 over x squared. For this function, 1 over x squared, you can actually be more specific about the overall limit as well. Where is this graph going when x approaches 0 from either side? Remember how when you want to talk about a limit, you have to make sure that it's going in the same direction from either side? The limit does not exist because it's going up to infinity. There's no, there's no limiting value for these y values. It's, the y values just get bigger and bigger and bigger, so there's no limit to them. But we can be specific and say the y values are getting more and more positive, so they're going to positive infinity. It still does not exist, but it's a little more specific than saying does not exist. If you're on a multiple choice test and they ask you for this limit, you might have choices like this. They probably won't say does not exist because technically both of those are true. So they might say, you know, one or something like this. But you'll notice you have choices of positive or negative infinity. And if you know the limit does not exist, you know right away that A, B, and E are not possible answers. And it's down to C and D. To get the answer between C and D, you need to look at the right and left-hand limits. And if they're both positive infinity, that's your answer. Can you think of a function where the limit as x approached 0 would be negative infinity? Approaching 0 from both sides, positive and from the negative side of 0? How about if I took the opposite of this, right? If we want the limit to be negative infinity, what if we take the opposite of the function and we put a negative right here? Would that have a limit of negative infinity as x approached 0? Why don't you stop and investigate it on your own and come back and we'll look at it quickly. But before you do, make sure that your notes say 
positive 1 over x squared here. The limit as x goes to 0 of positive 1 over x squared needs to equal positive infinity. I put a negative there, but I want you to make sure it's not in your notes. And now, investigate the limit as x goes to 0 of negative 1 over x squared and see what you get.